Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I just so happened to be in Tulum during Kyle's. Lindsay, know. we're going to have to edit you saying Tulum this episode. Oh, cause because I said it too many times. <laughs> Sorry. said it 200 times. We're going to have to give you like a Sheena edit of like uh, Tulum. friend. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. If you're enjoying the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast, which I really hope you are, and I'm assuming that's why you're here, then please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. That is the most helpful and supportive and loving thing you can do for the podcast. So like I said, go to Apple Podcasts, rate it five stars, write a little titty bitty, and let me know that you did, and I will give you a big virtual hug. Okay, guys, I have uh, the star of Summer House, Lindsay Hub Hub House. How does Carl call you? <laughs> yeah, Carl calls me Hub House, and it's Hub become like a, a a worldwide nickname. People DM me all the time. They're like, "Hey, Hub House," <laughs> or Hubs. Like, was your last name always like a thing, or did your whole life people call you Lindsay, and and you don't get why your last name became like? No, I, you know, my whole life, everyone called me Lindsay, but I've always been obsessed with my last name. (laughs) Like when I was on my powder puff team in high school for junior and senior year, I don't know if you had any of those, but what the fuck is a powder puff team? What? Oh my God. Is that like drug related? (laughs) No, powder puff is where the girls play football and the guys do the cheerleading. So it's usually in high school, it's the junior girls versus the senior girls. And my powder puff name was Hubba Hubba. (laughs) And then, um, you know, but it it really, basically, I started my PR firm and named it Hub House as an ode to my grandparents who used to have a bed and breakfast in North Carolina called Hubbard House, which is my Mm. last name, Hubbard. So, um, you know, I I started my company season one and, and Carl just really wanted to support me by 
only ever calling me Hubhouse. Whenever he calls me Lindsay, I'm like, what did you just call me? <laughs> like that's his like, I'm mad at you name or something. Like you're like, what's wrong? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh shit, something happened. No, because I I love it. And I didn't even, I knew you had a PR firm, but I didn't connect that he's like calling you by your PR firm name. That's crazy. Also, where'd you go to high school? Not in New York City if you had football. Florida. I went to um, high school in Florida. Oh my God. Florida is getting so much shit right now. How are you feeling about that? I know. I mean, Florida always goes through so much shit. We're like the stepchild of a state. Like we're always so difficult. I never felt that though until now. Like yesterday I posted this thing that this, (laughs) this tweet that this girl wrote, everyone Google Florida man followed by your birthday and tell me what you get. Minus Um, Florida man tries to attack neighbor with tractor. And then a lot of my followers did it. And it's like the craziest shit. And I tried putting in like a different state. (laughs) It doesn't work so well. And I'm like shook that this is like a thing. I'm literally, I feel like I was living under a rock. I didn't know Florida had this like... Like, I love Miami. I love Fort Lauderdale. Like, I don't know. Why yeah, we're is- very controversial as a state. I mean, do you yeah. have to follow this Instagram account called Florida People Gone Wild? Okay. And they just do every news article about somebody in Florida because they're insane. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Like, okay. Florida man accused of spraying a bottle of what he said was COVID-19 on business doors. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually like my fear to like walk down the street and have someone inject me with like Corona. Like, I don't know. Florida That's man, crazy. Florida man arrested for allegedly stealing 66 rolls of toilet paper from a hotel during coronavirus outbreak. I mean, Florida people are wild, which is, of oh. course, <laughs> you know, it makes a lot of sense when you see me on TV. You're like, oh, she's from Florida. <laughs> really? I, I don't know. I wouldn't. So, okay. So you grew up in Florida in like a smaller town? Yeah. It's called Stewart. Um, it's a small boating, beachy surfer town. And it's like 40 minutes north of West Palm Beach. So I usually start people out with like West Palm Beach and they're like, oh yeah, I'm familiar. And then I, I'm like, okay, so I'm from just north of West Palm Beach. And they're like, Jupiter? And I'm like, okay, just north of Jupiter. Then- oh, well, Jupiter has a name for itself now with Tyler C. from The Bachelor. You need to get on representing your your Florida city. Oh, yeah. We actually talked about that. I didn't realize that we were from the same town. Uh, I went to dinner with him and... I don't know. Oh, I remember those pics. I was like, Hannah, what happened? I need to know all the things. (laughs) We went to dinner. My boyfriend works uh, for Tao Group. So Mm. we like set up this big dinner and, you know, one of his colleagues was like, oh, I'm going to bring Tyler camera. And I was like, okay, cool. So I was texting with Hannah that night and she's like, what are you up to? And I was like, well, I'm randomly going to dinner with Tyler from The Bachelor. And she's like, I'm coming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Wait, did you know, did you know of him? Like, do you watch The Bachelor at all? I knew of him because that's sort of during the days that he was doing whatever he was doing with Gigi. Gigi. Um, Lucky. I'm not like a huge Bachelor fan. I, Mm I sort of keep up with, you know, the top names for each season. But other than that, I don't really watch. So he put Jupiter on the map for like literally somehow uh, it's like in it. So the minute you were like next to Jupiter, I was like, oh, Jupiter, duh, like know it. It's like I went to Ithaca College, so I have to be like Ithaca College. And they're like, where's that? I was like, you know, Cornell, the Ivy League. So not that, but in the same 
town. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, we got, me and Tyler, we talked about how if his team in high school played my high school team in football, I mean, we, yeah, I actually forgot until you just reminded me that we're from neighboring cities. Was he a tool? No, he was nice. I mean, you could tell he was a little reserved, you know, not as sort of open and, you know, engaging. But I think once I told him I'm like from the same area he is, he was way more willing to talk to me. Oh, I thought, I thought you were going to say once I told him like I'm also on TV, he opened right up. That's like, whoa. (laughs) You want to know something funny though, is I once ran into Nick Vile from The Bachelor. Oh my God, everyone hates him. Is this going to be that kind of story? Totally. It totally Oh my God, everyone hates Nick Vile. Yeah. We wound up at a mutual friend's apartment, I think somewhere, maybe Super Bowl a few years ago. And there was only like 10 of us there. And I was like, hey, Nick, what's up? Like you're friends with my ex-boyfriend from college, Dan. And, you know, I even called Dan. They were hanging out at the time, but Nick happened to be in New York. Dan lives in LA and it was like pulling teeth. I could not understand. I was like, bro, like, first of all, you were on The Bachelor. You're not on TV anymore. Like, I'm still on TV. Like, you don't have to be afraid of me. Like, I'm not a reporter, not going to do anything with this. I was just trying to make conversation, but. Bye. (laughs) I can't believe there are people in this industry that get such a bad name so like it's such a consensus with him. Like every single person from the industry and from not says this to me, like just brings him up as like a example of like a bad, like not a bad person, but just of a person like, Oh, it's not like an egg vile. I just put up a thing with him because he's so in love with himself. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like when you prove to me that you think you're too cool for school, then I'm out, you know? And I, I think like, you know, almost everyone on our cast is really humble and, you know, well, that's Bravo people though, Lindsay, I really felt, I, I say this all the time. I feel like Bravo, I mean, you probably have more experiences than I do and, and probably can attest to from both sides, but I just feel like as a whole Bravo, uh, uh, lebs are like down to earth. You guys know where you came from, like you're enjoying it, but you're also not being like, wait, I'm too good for the world because I'm on a show. Right. 100%. And I just, I find it so strange when people who are, you know, had their 15 minutes and that's over, that they're the ones who are like, I'm too cool for school. I'm like, you are, okay, this conversation's done. I can't even deal with you. You're going to activate me and I don't, I'm going to go. Oh my God. I forgot that's (laughs) your new slang of this season. Let's talk about Carl because... I just want to say, and I can find even proof in my archives, that I literally was like, I ship. And I don't know what your feeling was about this when the season started airing or your friends around you. But like, I didn't feel like I was like, everyone was like, yeah, I ship too. As much as I'm a, a reality TV, like, lover, I can also be a critic, but I'm also like an idealist in a way. And I'm right. like, I really was like, oh my God, like I ship, this could work. Lindsay could be the one to like make Carl grow the fuck up. And like, this makes sense. And this is a story that 
could easily be told years from now. And it just, like, I felt I really was so optimistic about you guys only to be proven wrong in like one episode later. (laughs) So tell me how, tell me a little bit about that. So, you know, you are not wrong. So many people were shipping us on social media and we, we are best friends. And, you know, basically what happened is in the spring, you know, shortly before filming, we both became single at the same time. I think, I think it was, he was single for a little while and then I became single and I started by posting photos with him to piss off that guy I had just broken up with (laughs) (laughs) because even that guy was like, dude, there's something with you and Carl. I think he's in love with you. And I was like, no, we're just best friends. Like we're there for each other. We go through this, you know, wild experience together being on reality TV. There's nothing more than that. And so when, when that guy and I broke up in the spring, I started posting photos of me and Carl just to piss him off. And then people were like, are you guys dating? Are you in a relationship? What's going on? And then I would post another photo and, you know, at that point, you just look at the comments and you're like, well, if everyone else wants this to happen, like, should we try? And, and that's sort of what happened. And then, Carl, you know, your, your, Carl basically was like, all right, so let's, I don't know, I think I like you. I, I told my mom and, and then he tried to kiss me and then the whole finger bang thing. And then, oh, this was know. on TV already. This was filmed. No, like this all happened one weekend before Oh, right. You t- they talked about the finger. But what yeah. the fuck? And then we like, got into, you know, the next weekend rolls around. And, you know, I think everyone, you know, everyone was for the most part supportive, but at the same time hesitant to support. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, we, Carl and I just. But why, why do you feel like they were hesitant to support? Because you were friends or because they know Carl is bad at this stuff or why were they they know both me and Carl very well and you know on one side of it like you said earlier you you're like oh Lindsay could be the one that actually gets him to you know shape up but I you know looking back on it I think I am that one except it just didn't happen (laughs) in a relationship capacity (laughs) yeah wait it exploded Kind of like on that date he tried to do for you on your roof, which but then was so you sweet. That was the cutest date. He, <laughs> he, it was like we had so many nerves, both of us. Um, and he came over to pick me up, and I was like, "Why are you coming upstairs? This is so weird. Like I can just go downstairs and get in the Uber." But um, when I pressed down and he pressed up, and I was like, "Oh, you pressed the wrong button." He's like, "Oh, I was so confused." And then we go up on my roof and it's so beautiful. It was so great. And I was freaking out that day because here I am going on a date with my best friend. Like, what do you talk about? I already know every (laughs) deep, intimate thing about this guy. I know all of his past relationships. I know his personality inside and out. I know his family history. And, you know, so I was trying to keep it light. And then he all of a sudden went deep. And then I was like, okay, we're going deep. And then I was, you know, I'm sitting there saying, okay, well, do you want kids? Do you want marriage? What do you want in life? If, you know, what's the point of us dating if you're not going to be on the same page as me? And he just was like, no, no, I have commitment issues. I Then why are you taking me on a date, yeah. bro? 
No, I was totally on your side with that. That, I mean, it went from playful. I remember you were playing this like game with like, I don't know how you drink fireball out of the bottle. Like I've never, I've never tasted it. Do you believe that? Are you serious? No, I'm really serious. I'm going to have to send you some fireball. Like it's, it's. Wait, do so you work delicious. with fireball or something at your PR firm? I need to know. No, I don't work with them at my PR firm, but this girl I went to college with, she was in the, she worked at the bars and I worked at the bars um, during college. So, and we also both randomly dated Ryan Lochte. Who knows if there was crossover or not? But <laughs> I, so we kind of like hated each other in college, but then we reconnected after college and um, she like works in house at Fireball or Sazerac, which owns Fireball. And then, Aye. you know, so she, she, she sends me Fireball whenever I'm out. I Although, literally like, am watching the season though, Amanda, I, maybe I should lay off the fireball. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like, everyone thought I was, I was like, what is she drinking out of the bottle? Like I literally didn't know. And then I was like, wait, so this whole time they're playing that game, they're drinking fireball out of the bottle and no wonder it like exploded. But at the same time, I could totally understand you because it's not like you're going on a date with some guy from, you know, Tinder it's like he knows you. He knows what you're looking for. He knows how old you are. He knows what you want. So like, what is this like surprising you? Like, and him with like, my parents are divorced. Like, it's just like, I, I totally got you. I was like, grow the fuck up, Carl. And if you want to fuck around, do it. But you can't do it with Lindsay because you know her. And she's also like your best friend. So yeah. And you know, I, I love Carl, you know, to this day, he's one of my absolute best friends. He has the biggest heart. He is so supportive. And I think when he was, you know, his grand idea of dating me, I think he just got a little confused that he was just going to have fun with me and that was going to lead to something more serious. But, you know, it's a little difficult to keep it on the shallow level when you know somebody as well as we know each other. And I'm not just trying to have fun with my best friend. It's weird that it wasn't weird for you to bring in the the physical stuff. Like that didn't seem like, you know, on Friends when like Rachel tries to kiss Joey and it's like weird at the beginning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like for well, you guys, it was like, it was so natural to like be making out all of a sudden. Well, you know what happened is he fingered me and then like, <laughs> I, the I know, I know. It's like, <laughs> but how, what, else, what, what am I going to say? I couldn't think we hooked up, but we didn't. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Like, listen, on your show, it's the most, like, descriptive, graphic, but in a gross way, like, talk about things. Do you know what I mean? Like, when the guys are always like, did you finger? Did you smush her? Did you? I don't know. They're so gross. Did you taco? Like, grow up. Like, yeah, just say, like, we hooked up. I don't know. I know. Well, but the problem is we didn't hook up because there's no oh, right, we. Right, right, There was no we involved. So I, it's like... Okay, I'll just reference Kyle and say when Carl's finger slipped. <laughs> um, oh my god! It, I didn't want to make out with him because I think making out is a little bit more intimate. Like you are face to face; it's more passionate, and that's not what that was when that happened. It was just sort of a situation that we found ourselves in, and so it took like three weeks for me to actually make out with him. And because I just didn't want to cross that kind of line on the more 
intimate, passionate level of making out. I mean, is it just me who thinks that making out is like more passionate than just a slip of the finger? A slip of the finger. I love how you say that. Listen, I'm with my now husband for 10 years. So I'm like, I feel like I don't know anymore, you know? But yeah, it wouldn't be weird to hear that you like while he was doing that, you were also kissing him. But I can, but I understand what you're saying. Like for you to put it more vulgar, you're like, whatever, I got off, you know? I mean, that's Ew. what happened. It's yeah. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. But okay, like, but then it took three but weeks. There was chemistry is what I'm saying. There was yeah. also sexual chemistry on top of you guys being friends, which isn't always obvious. And it, it looked like when you did kiss already on the show and you were hugging and you were uh, PDA, that it looked like so natural and not weird. Is, is how I felt. Yeah. I'm a very affectionate person. So even yeah. when I, you know, I see my girlfriends, I run up to them and I hug them and I kiss them and I, and I do the thing where you kiss, you know, her, her, his or her cheek for like five kisses in a row on the cheek. You know, I'm mm-hmm. just like a very lovey dovey affectionate person. And I want people to feel that. And especially if I'm, mm. if I'm feeling it, you know, and we, yeah. as you said, we had, we had a great friendship chemistry and then obviously we're attracted to each other. Like he's a good looking person and he was attracted to me. And, and so we had that physical chemistry and it was hard. It was hard not to go past that, but I also know Carl very well. And I just didn't want to take it into like such of a such a risky position where we couldn't get back to being friends if it got fucked up and what do you know so you didn't have sex we never had sex oh okay so like i look at it as like when things started kind of like deteriorating and not working out in in the relationship sense like i feel like you took it very well like you were like there was like one or two conversations that were at least shown on the show and then you guys were cool. Is that not how it felt? Did it just seem that way? No, it it is. It did happen that way, but it did take a, a, a couple of weeks to get back to the, okay, we're cool again. You know, like I didn't appreciate, it's like we just broke up or whatever you want to call that. Like, I don't even know what you call it. We just broke up the, the intimate, <laughs> the trying. romantic yeah. portion of our relationship to go back to friends, you're then like throwing this girl in my face, like hold up. What was that? Was that as like, it seemed the way it came across on the show was like, I'm really into Sarah. And then it's like one date that she's not super into. And then she wanted to come over and he was like, no. And then she was like, fuck you. It sort of seemed like he was talking it up. But like, as a viewer, I was like, wait, there was, was there a thing there? Was there not a thing there? Well, I think there was a thing there because in his interviews, like his green screens, he said that they had been talking for a couple of months, mm. which would have been even before we attempted whatever we did. Mm. So mm-hmm. I think that there was a thing there. Um, but I also found out, we we all found out later on that she was pretty thirsty and I think was just trying to get on the show. And and I saw that, you know, pretty early on and and I didn't appreciate because at the end of the day, I'm still going to want to protect Carl and and he is a little bit more naive and seeing people's intentions than I am. And I just, she did not have good intentions and I saw that pretty quickly. But, you know, here's the deal. So, you know, we, we decide 
that we're going to go back to being friends. But then like you snap your fingers and then he's talking about bringing some girl and, and parading her around the house in front of me. Well, that's my house too. And like, no. And yes, I had started seeing Steven, but I'm not saying one week after we break up, like, let me bring Steven to the house. I think that's rude. There needs to be a respect for, you know, the time it takes to, to, everyone's feelings to subside and go back to being friends. And, you know, then he, then I went to Tulum and he wanted to bring her for Kyle's birthday. And Sarah, I think was attempting to on the back end of that negotiate how to get herself onto the show as a permanent cast member. And that's just what? Yeah. It's like not how it works. And Wait, who she was talking to production. Yeah. As a per, okay, Sarah, like what? Yeah. Like I said, she, she's dehydrated. She needs some water. Oh my God. Well, it's, I'm I mean, in Tulum resetting myself and just like woo-sawing with my girlfriends on a bachelorette. <laughs> Um, you know, she decided not to come out for Kyle's birthday, which would have been the perfect time. Honestly, I'm, I'm gone. I'm not there. Come out. Yeah. So why wouldn't she come out if she's like dehydrated? Because she was trying to work out some sort of deal to mm. become a permanent cast member without having to come on as quote, Carl's love interest. But again, that's not how this works. Like we're a group of friends. Like you don't just come in mid season and like stay there. And like, that's like not normal. Oh my I mean, God. You know, it doesn't work like that. So anyways, that's the whole Sarah situation. I'm glad that, you know. So did he like understand that while that was happening, that she was kind of just using him? Um, once we found out that she was texting our executive producer, yeah, I think he was like, oh, Lindsay, it wasn't that I was not supporting him. Mm -hmm. I actually was supporting him in a very good way by saying this girl does not have good intentions. And then it came out that she was, you know, trying to finagle her way onto the show. And once he found that out, I think he realized, okay. So how many weeks later did you bring... Steven to your birthday? Uh, Probably like three to four weeks later. Mm. You know, like we, it took us a couple of weeks. Me, It took me and Carl a couple of weeks to, you know, break up, if that's what you want to call it. Um, And then I had gone away to Tulum and then I came back. And then the week after that uh, was my birthday. Wait, so how, you're still dating Steven, right? Yeah. Oh, yay. So how long is that? Been um well I guess we you know we we became official in August so I think what eight months ooh he seems really sweet and not like a now that you said he's like works for the Tao Group like that's not, he he seems so like not New Yorkish he seems like an old school guy oh well yeah he's from North Carolina um. Mm. And, you know, but he he's lived in North Carolina, Vegas, L.A., Vegas, and then New York. Um, and when I met him, which was two days before filming, and I actually met him the same day, Carl was there at that event randomly, uh, the same event that I met Steven at. And yeah, I don't, he just, he's so different than any other guy that I've ever dated. And I think that was my draw. You know, season one, I dated Everett and we were both very similar with how, like too similar when you're just like too similar with both of us being reactive. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 
season I, season two, I was single and season three, I had Paymon, but he turned out to be a jerk to me. Um, and then Carl and I, it just, obviously we weren't on the same page when I guess he thought we were, but we weren't. Um, and then Steven rolls up and you're like, whoa, like this guy is just genuinely a really nice guy. Yeah. And, and it looks like he accepts you for like who you are and all your Michiganess and all your stuff and supports you. Totally. And he, that's what I love. And I was always, he's a Pisces. So I was always terrified to date a Pisces. Wait, he why? What do they say about Pisces? Well, I'm a Leo. So I'm a fire sign and Pisces is a water mm. sign. So I always thought a Pisces was going to put my fire out. Like, <laughs> like their water. I dated a Pisces in the past and that guy definitely put my fire out. And it was, oh awful. my God. You know, so here I am like, oh no, you're a Pisces. You're a water sign. You're going to put my fire out. But instead, he he lets me be me. He lets me burn, you know. But instead of just creating a brush fire, which I tend to do on my own, he's like, let's just put you on a little bit of a simmer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is he, is he in his 30s too? He just turned 31 a month ago. Okay. When you want to date, do you look for someone like your age or like older so they're like more... Because guys no. are like less mature, you know? I have dated every type of guy there is to possibly date. <laughs> um, older, younger, same age. I mean, I don't I, – I always want somebody who's more mature. So in my mind, I'm yeah. like, oh, like I probably need to date somebody who's like 40 because I want to start, you know, making those moves in a serious way for my life. Mm-hmm. And he – is more mature, but he's 30, you know, just turned 31. So I don't know. I didn't like, I don't really care about age. I just more, I care more about maturity. Yeah. And he's on the same page with like, you know, future stuff and things like that. Yeah. We talked about it, you know, on that date where I became his girlfriend, because I know a lot, some people will give me shit, like stop worrying about that. But it's not, it's not that I'm worried about you know, I want to get married and have kids tomorrow. I just yeah. don't want to waste my time if you're not on the same page, if that's not what you want for another five years. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of times, like, guys don't really realize, you know, the full timeline that girls are willing to think about in a very realistic way. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you meet somebody, then you date them for two years. All right, then you get engaged okay, that's another year. Then you get married a year after that. And then you want to enjoy that time. So you don't want to like have kids right away. Also, what happens if, you know, there's infertility issues, you can't have kids, <laughs> you know, right away. It, the, no, but don't the think thing about is, this. that's the thing. It sounds like when you put it like that, of course, if I'm a guy on a first date with you and hearing this, like it's run for the hills, but at the same time, it is reality. And like, that's what it is. And it's crazy because not everyone, you know, meets, you know, their future husband when they're 22. So they have all the time that you're talking about to figure it out, to get engaged, to wait to get married, to get married, to wait five years to have kids, like all those things. So it makes total sense. And I I couldn't imagine people, I mean, you have to be upfront about it because I mean, if they can't read between the fucking lines, then like you have to say it. Well, yeah. And it was so interesting because when I had that conversation with Carl on our date, he kind of, he was just like, oh my God, I know I can't even commit to dating. And then I, 
you know, I you're brought like, it up to Stephen. You know who I am. Like, yeah, I was like, hello. And then I brought it up to Stephen on my date. And he was like, yeah, these are things that I think about. Yes, this is what I want. Also, yeah, I'm not scared of that. That's what I want. And I was like, yes, bingo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you uh, moved in together? Not yet. Um, are, you, are you quarantining together? We quarantined for the first like 17 days. And we were also both kind of sick and, you know, un- unclear if that was 100% mm. COVID or not. But, you know, we couldn't go get tested because there was not many tests that, you know, unless it was a, a huge emergency, you couldn't go to the hospital. So, Pretty sure we had it, but um, so we we stayed together for the first like seventeen days, and then once uh, we both started feeling better, I was like, you know what, I have like so much to do. I need to go home. I have packages that are just building. I'm getting email after email from my building. I want to do things around my apartment that I can't do at your apartment. So, um, so yeah. So I've been at home during the week. He's still working. So he's at home on calls all day, every day during the week. And then we spend the weekends together and sometimes on Wednesday nights just to watch the show. Oh, he watches the show with you. Was that weird to watch like the Carl episodes with him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not- Wait, how is he with the fact that you're still really close friends with Carl? Does he care? Is he a jealous guy? He's not jealous at all. Sometimes I try to just like get him to be jealous about anything and he doesn't. <laughs> it's really frustrating. That is annoying. There is there is an amount of jealousy that is, you know, needed. Yeah, like show me that you'll stick up. I don't know. So you're super close with Carl still. Yeah. Who else like from the cast are you close with or is it everyone? Well, we're all, yeah, we're all pretty close. Like before the quarantine hit, I think the last, it was that Wednesday, what, like March 11th, I think we had all gone out to dinner together. uh, All of us at Paige's boyfriend, Perry's restaurant sauce. Oh yeah. We all went to like a family dinner that Wednesday and, um, was Jules there? Jules was there. Oh, Jules was there. Yeah, Jules, all of us. And and our executive producer who was in town, he came. So we all we all hung out. And, you know, I think that's what makes our, our cast and our show so unique and special is that we, it's not like we only hang out during the summertime. Like we really do try to get together, whether it's during, a birthday yeah. or a dinner or, you know, the lover boys are throwing some sort of promotional lover boy party at some sort of event. We we really do try to meet up with each other as much as possible. Well, I like that on this season so far, there were some like things with Hannah and Luke. Paige and Amanda. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get to Luke. And you were kind of on Hannah's side trying to like be her like friend while they're kind of being more clicky. And you were supporting her, but then were kind of thrown under the bus. And then even on your birthday, they like confronted you. And I thought that was, I'm not, listen, I'm not like Stassi about my birthdays, but like if on my birthday, you're like going to say shit to me at my party, like I would, cause you, you can be a little scary sometimes and you weren't like, I feel like I would, I would flip. I would expect you to flip. Like it's my fucking birthday. Like, what are you doing? Bring the shit up. That doesn't even have to do. Like I was just trying to be supportive of Hannah. So what did you feel in that whole 
thing with with uh, Paige and and Amanda and Hannah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I Hannah had come to me. You know, I just got back from Tulum. I actually lost my phone in Tulum, so I get back <laughs> from Tulum. <laughs> I have to go buy a new phone. I have this huge client event, and Hannah comes, and I was just like you know, briefly catching up with her and she's telling me how sad and upset she is that the girls had thrown her under the bus and they're, you know, they're be, they're ganging up on her and, and they, they don't like how she handled the jewel situation. They don't like the whole situation with Luke. And I was just like, oh God, like, I'm so sorry, you know, that I wasn't there. And then the next day, you know, I, I drunkenly attempt to tell Paige that her and Hannah need to talk. And then that gets, all messed up with alcohol, yeah. didn't come out the way I had intended it. And then the next day is my birthday, you know? And so I'm just like, Hannah, please, can you just talk to your friends? And, and, and like, I'm trying to eliminate them having tension and, you know, it winds up getting twisted around into I'm trying to break up their friendship, which Honestly, I don't think in my entire life that thought has ever crossed my mind in any capacity of like breaking yeah, up you're someone's really, friendship. You're really like when I think about it, because you have said a few times like that you're, you know, or you and Kyle say this or you and Kyle and Carl, whoever, um, even though they're older than you, but have said like, you know, we're older than them. Like they're like, what, 25? Oh, Page Hannah. Well, Hannah's 28. Yeah, like 27, 28. But sometimes you're like, you know, you feel kind of more mature or at a different place in your life maybe than than where they are. And it actually never felt to me, even though it would be completely human nature and fine if you were to ever get jealous of their... Because it seems like Hannah, Paige, and Amanda are, are more clicky, like between them and it seems like you are so like independent and, you know, in your own fine with your own self that you don't seem to care or need to be like part of the clique. And you're cool with just being, yeah. you know, cool with them and friendly, but not like in their shit. So, yeah. So well, I also had a lot going on. Like I said, I, I, you know, at that particular time, I had just gotten back from Saloon. I had to go get a new phone. I had a huge client event. It's my birthday. I have a, the, the guy I'm starting to date is coming to the house and I need to make sure he's good. I'm greeting the, you know, the caterers. I'm greeting the murder mystery people. I'm greeting the bartenders. I'm trying, you know, I'm like busy. The last thing on my mind is to break up a friendship. And that's something yeah. that I've never thought about in my entire life ever. And I don't yeah. know if that's something that goes on in their lives, but I just, it's just not what was going on in my head. So I don't know how it got so twisted around to, to like, Lindsay's trying to break up our friendship. And I'm like, what? I'm just trying to get you guys to talk directly because I'm too busy over here doing my own thing yeah. to deal with this. And then, yeah. you know, it wound up blowing up in my face. So learn my lesson there is just basically. Yeah, but like in general too, like it doesn't seem like you're too clicky of a person or too like you don't get jealous if they're like. No, I don't get jealous of anybody at all, except for I do have jealous tendencies when it comes to dating 
you know, yeah. my boy, like I get jealous if like my boyfriend, you know, follows some Instagram hoe and I'm like, excuse me, who's that? <laughs> you know, but like, other than that, I'm not jealous ever. I'm the first yeah. person to like root my friends on because- Or look. like pit, or like petty, you know what I mean? Because I feel like not even in a bad way. Like I feel like I, if I were you, I could be like, you know, they're so kind of clicky between them and I know they like me and I know that I'm like part of this with them, but I'm not like in there like, you know what I mean? And it just seems like you're kind of, you do your own thing. You go to Barry's at 7 a.m. after drinking, which I don't know how you do that. Legit, don't know. It's better when you're drunk. I can tell you that though. (laughs) (laughs) And, and that you keep, like I told you before, like your parties, I don't know if like I'm getting older or if like just watching summer house parties I, I feel like not well. Like it's you guys party so hard and it looks so rough and then the house is so dirty and you have to clean up and I'm just like, oh my God, I really don't know if I can handle it. And then people are like in your bed, like the sheets. I don't know, isn't it? Don't Do, do you ever feel like I'm getting too old for this shit? I don't know if it's I'm getting too old for this shit. I think watching myself back, I'm like, whoa, Lynn. <laughs> Did I do a keg stand? Like, you What's need happening? to not drink as much because you look crazy. <laughs> like, my makeup's <laughs> melting off. My eyeliner's, like, you know, down to my cheekbones. I was like, whoa. So I think it's more just, like, I'm hungover watching myself, too. And yeah. it's like... Now, I I don't know if I'll ever be too old to entertain and party because that's just the nature of who I am. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. also in hospitality. I love entertaining. But maybe it's more like entertaining in, in, you know, a a dinner party. (laughs) Yeah. Like with wine and not fireball or something. Exactly. (laughs) That is the one lesson I was like. I just so happened to be in Tulum during Kyle's. Lindsay, know. we're gonna have to edit you saying Tulum this episode. Oh, because I said it too many times. <laughs> said it two hundred times. We're gonna have to give you like a Sheena edit of like, uh, He's like Tulum. My friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. Sorry, but what I when I missed Kyle's birthday, but I if I was there, I probably would have gotten myself in so much trouble. <laughs> Like so much oh trouble. I don't know. I probably, I honestly, I would have wound up like physically getting into an altercation with Carl. I'm sure of it. Um, I probably would have thrown jewels in the pool. Wait, so yeah, I want I want you to tell me. I probably would have thrown Jordan off the back. I mean, there it was just like, oh, right, Jules thank God Jordan. I wasn't oh. there because I... Oh, that's when Carl was like foaming at the mouth telling Jules that like he doesn't want her there. And then an episode later, she's like, Carl, I'm here for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What no, is that? I mean, I... Well, I don't know. I mean, I... <laughs> Can't necessarily give the, you know, we have two episodes left. No, right. Can't give that away. Oh my God, that's crazy. um, No, so tell me, first of all, Jules coming into the house. Again, like you surprised me um, with your, you know, positivity because I'm usually like, eh, new people. Um, But it, it seemed like at the beginning, you guys were all pretty like, Oh, new people. And Luke somehow seamlessly, you know, blended in and and didn't have a hard time at all. And Jules kind of did. I am hearing that 
uh, you know, there's a little bit of, of kind of a misrepresentation maybe on the show, which you don't have to confirm or deny, Lindsay, but just that it's not really as it seemed because there was kind of a feeling of like a mean girls or like that you guys, like I said, Carl was foaming at the mouth. Like, I don't know what he drank or what he took that day and was like, we don't want you here. And it seemed like unwarranted galore to like a viewer. But in general, like, how do you, how did you feel about her joining the cast and like, what how you feel about her in general oh my god the Jordan and her thing and what you think about that too so I think a lot of people were like okay so let's get this straight we know you from Jordan Jordan's not in the house (laughs) but you are like what is that relationship that's weird you know and I think uh, you know people didn't necessarily give her the benefit of the doubt to to get to know her like, Are you saying about like your cast? Um, I just think it was it was like okay, we don't like Jordan, and w- now Jules is coming in because of her relationship with Jordan. That that's weird, right? Right? Because it's also weird because if Jordan again, you don't have to clarify or deny. Um, if Jordan doesn't didn't get asked back, then why would they bring his like girl that he made out with? I think that. You know, Hannah had met her and was and she was new and Jules was new to the city and and Hannah was like, oh sure, come come join our house. So they start hooking up and I feel like it seems like also we I don't I don't think anyone was shipping that. Let's just put it that way. And and they probably felt it in the house. And I think it might have felt to viewers and I'll speak for myself as as a viewer that wait. Like, is Jordan trying to get back in the house via Jules? Is Jules trying to get, I don't know, camera time by 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 doing this? It just sort of all felt very not natural and not organic. And and again, and coming out of left field that you guys don't like her or are having conversations about kicking her out, it just seems like, wait, why? Do you just not like her? Do you just, are you judging her for Jordan? So wh- what was that actually like? about was there beef off camera that that yeah so that's what so I wasn't there that weekend so I true you know it's hard for me to speak to that specific weekend but I I don't mind Jules I actually get along with her really well you know like you said earlier I kind of keep to myself and you know like and don't really get involved with like pettiness I I don't know Mm -hmm. if something happened differently with the girls that they didn't necessarily like her but I think what happened there was just the whole like we don't necessarily trust you because Mm. we don't trust Jordan and yeah for me I was just like I you know who cares like she's not yeah no harm no foul like she's not doing anything to personally affect me so you never asked Carl why he was like foaming at the mouth telling her to leave from zero to a hundred well, he was no, that day. I had like my own shit going on as soon as I came back. I was just thinking how this season I can, I like rooted for you a bunch. Cause I just had a flashback of you and Carl, like being kind of cute in the car and Danielle being like, you know, uh, and being like weirded out. And I remember you were like, we're not even doing anything. And I was like, yeah, they're not even doing anything. So was and that you- whole Danielle not supporting you and Carl like you took that pretty well too, but then again, they may, hooked up before, so maybe she was a little like weird because of that. Well, what I I really appreciated when I first told Danielle, and she was like, "Look, 
you know, I'm not going to tell you that it's probably going to end badly, but you'll (laughs) figure it out on your own. I really appreciated that. And, you know, there were some times when she was like, oh gosh, like this is a different, you know, the three of us hang out all the time. We, Mm. like, we are like, we're the Trace Amigos. It's me, Carl, Danielle all the time. And all of a sudden she's scared that she's going to be a third wheel And so I think she was reacting on, oh gosh, like, I feel like I'm going to be, wind up being the third wheel, even though that never happened. I think she, her reaction was more out of being scared. And so, you know, but she also was the one at the end of the day, when I was crying in the kitchen, she was there to be my shoulder. And so, yeah. And as soon as okay, we, you could tell Danielle's a really good friend, she's a great friend. She really, really is. And, and we very much see eye to eye on, you know, like she honestly is like this bad ass chick, also very independent, like is in finance and technology. She's like wow. a, a highly intelligent person. Yeah. I feel like she didn't get enough, I mean, they brought her back this season as your friend, which, like, my ego would be so bruised. And, you know, she's sleeping on the couch. And, I mean, good for her that she, like, is able to be like, whatever, I'm here to have fun and and be with friends. And I I don't care about that. She works – she operates way better in this sort of part-time role. Um, she is a, like I said, very independent as well. And she, you know, she loves her freedom and she also got really, really busy last year with traveling for work. So every other week she was going to Richmond, Virginia for work, but then, you know, coming back and she just operates better in that role where she can knows how to party too. Like she, you're saying she does like, she's like, she's a really big career gal and, and technology and finance. And she, she knows how to party. Yeah. She knows how to fucking party. She knows how to fucking party and she knows how to dress up. She is just like the ultimate, like just wants to have fun And I mean, I think, I think it just works better for her. So I don't, I don't know, you know, I don't think it bruised her ego at all. I think she was like, perfect. I get to see my friends half the summer and I get to see my other friends and do whatever I want the other half of the summer. That's awesome. So we talked a little bit about Jules and Jordan. So Luke comes in, listen, he's like universally hot. Yeah. Like I, he's one of those people that's not like, oh, he's my type or he's like universally. Did you like, I remember when I was recapping it, I was like, wait, where are all the girls? Like, why is, why didn't you jump up? Why didn't like, where, how were you all not like drooling? Oh, I, I, I was. Um, so you're like, I perked up. <laughs> I yeah, did. I definitely was drooling. I used to, you know, <laughs> I used to tell Hannah all the time. I was like, Hannah, I'm so sorry, but sometimes I just look at Luke and undress him <laughs> with my eyes. And she's like, no, it's fine. Me too. But historically, I don't go after blonde guys. I don't know. I'm just, Maybe because I've been friends with Kyle for so long and, and yeah. Luke kind yeah. of resembles Kyle, but in like, a, you know, looks like he's, you know, I don't know. I just don't, I'm not into blondes that much, but I, but Luke is hot for sure. 
For sure. So what do you think is going on there? Because literally the, I get you and Carl, like even let's put finger bang aside. I get that you guys have a friendship and you tried to make it, you know, work, but, and you didn't like, thank God you didn't have sex with Hannah and Luke, like something it's kind of like, you know, I said this in in my stories when I was recapping it, I was like, if Luke wasn't so hot, he'd be like a Jordan number two where you're like, what's happening? Why is he being weird about sexual things? Like, what is he hiding? Like, it's just too weird. The narrative of I really like her. So I don't want to ruin it with like penetration. Like okay, so how I, I, I don't agree with you though. I, I disagree. Here's why. Because I hung out with Luke off camera and like on Sundays, we would cut, he would come back to my house. We would, you know, we would park the, the car that me and Carl had. We would park it next to my apartment in the garage, come back to my roof, have a little bit of rose on my roof and hang out. I went to dinner with Luke a few different times off camera and the vibe I always got from him that was is that he really liked Hannah and didn't want to, you know, mess that up with crossing the line of having sex with her. Number one, it was what? At that point in time, it was six, seven months prior that he had just broke up with the girl that he thought he was going to propose to. He then, you know, met Hannah, but also simultaneously met this girl, Yelena, and was right. trying to figure that out. He really enjoyed Hannah and getting to know her and was captivated by her. And same with her, like vice versa. They both really made each other laugh and smile. And I think he didn't want to interrupt that with all the shit going on in his own head about, you know, where he stood, like still trying to get over the fact that he was going to propose to a girl six or seven months ago. I get what you're saying. But like, we have to also remember like, you all are like liberal people. Like no one here is like, wow, like sex, like saving themselves for marriage. So it doesn't, I don't know. There's something. Yeah. I do think that he didn't like, I don't think Luke appreciated how much everyone. You guys talked talked about it. Yeah. And I think he was like, oh God, I can't deal with all of this. You know, I think I'll tell you what I think. I think he, cause he is having sex with other girls, obviously while this is going on. So my thought was, you know, he doesn't want to come off on the show as a dick. And if he has sex with Hannah, he knows she's going to talk about it. He knows you all are going to talk about it. Like, it looks like that's maybe playing a factor as to why, you know, to not go there. Yeah. I think that was a, a, a factor for sure. I think it was, but I do also think he really liked Hannah. And wanted to, you know. Did you experience a lot in your life, guys, that because they really liked you, wouldn't have sex with you? <laughs> I mean, you're talking to the girl who has dated assholes for her entire life. So, no. Well, hopefully not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Those days are behind me. I forgot what they were like. I know. Um, oh, my no, God. you're right. I mean, like, what guy wouldn't? Because that's what Hannah wanted all summer long. All she yeah, wanted, she's all so she wanted was to have sex with Luke. <laughs> and then she wound up, like, in this emotional relationship with him with no physical, you know, activity. So, uh, yeah, it was confusing for sure. But 
Um, but I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I think he, he, you know, did what he had to do physically with other people to probably not have everyone in the house talk about it constantly. Yeah. That's yeah. Cause you guys are talking about it and it's not happening. So he's like, what's going to happen if it is if happening? It does happen, right? I know. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to see in the moment. I was just really supportive of them. I just really, you were, <laughs> that's another thing you were. It's like anyone would say anything and you're like, stop it. Let them live. I know. Well, because I just, that's what Hannah wanted. And I saw that, they had made they make each other happy and they support each other and they're there for each other. I've seen them together off camera. I've been with them each. You know, I was with Luke off camera a lot last summer and I just I really felt like, you know, let them pave their own way and whatever happens, just be there. Yeah. For each and it also seemed like I could see where Amanda and Paige were coming from in the sense that, you know, he might be a fuck boy and blah, blah, blah. But um, at the same time, like, let your friend have fun and stop being haters. And especially Amanda, who, you know, there what it there did seem to be a lot of projection on her part because um I remember it was so funny. My husband doesn't watch these shows with me, but he during quarantine is like forced to. So he was there and and Amanda was like, it was the scene where Amanda was like yelling at Luke or something. Oh, at and, the dinner. Um, at the dinner at the winery. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, and And my husband was like, wow, like she's really like, he didn't say savage, but he said something like she's like really going in on him. And I was like, yeah, well, only if she went in on her own, you know, like that. And then it really made me think about that. Like she was so hard on Luke, not as much as she has been on Kyle almost. So to me, it felt like there was some projection there. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I think from Amanda you know, and Paige's standpoint that they thought that they were doing their job in defending or standing up for Hannah and Hannah didn't feel, I don't know. It was really, it was kind of confusing um, why everyone felt the way that they did. What's crazy about Summer House is like, you're talking about last summer now. That's why this is so weird for you. I know. I'm just getting like it. Like it was eight months ago. Isn't that weird? OMG. Like you're literally about to, like it's going to be summer so again. Somebody, so I got a lot of DMs last week. And they're like, what is the perfume that you always wear that Jules always comments on? So I put up this Instagram story the other day on Friday. Just like, okay, so these are the four different perfumes that I wear. I have no clue which one it was that <laughs> Jules was commenting on because, I, you know, could have been any of them. Um, yeah. And like, I still get, I still get DMs. They're like, no, no. But like, specifically, what were you wearing that Jules? I'm like, oh my God. I don't know. It was eight months ago. <laughs> Can you, are you into celebrity gossip at all? Wait, what's happening in Hollywood? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Chris and Cavallari. And I mean, we have to, I can't. Is that not what you were just going to ask me? Well, we have to talk about it for a second. Okay. But we have, did I just yeah. predict that that was what you did? Okay, you did. Good job. So See, I am devastated. I am shook. I like, I used to watch very Cavallari with my assistant. She, you know, work would come over every day. We would work. And then around like, 5 or 6 p.m., I was like, wait, I forgot to watch Very Cavallari, and then we would watch it, and, like, we love them. And so we were texting about this yesterday. Here's 
Okay, something had to have happened. Something had to have happened, but I haven't watched the show. Like, I watched a few episodes. I wasn't too into it, but I know the general consensus of the show is that, like, he's, like, charming, no? That he's, like, she's, like, this, like, go-getter and talks on, and he's kind of like that, you know, big guy who was just, like, and and I thought people found him like kind of charming and then it just worked. And this came out of nowhere. Like I literally had to check if it was April Fool's. Like I was like, this doesn't make sense, but it goes to show you that nothing is ever as it seems. But it's also weird because she posts this post of them like walking together and like with great sadness after 10 years, blah, blah, blah. And then today the divorce things are coming out that she's filing for um, inappropriate marital conduct. And she wants full custody. So something had to have happened. happened. But, Lindsay, they were just in the Bahamas, quarantined until like two weeks ago. So So something must have come out. So weird. Listen, celebrities, that shit is scary. They don't, even the good ones don't last. Something bad must have happened. I was, this is what I was talking to my assistant about yesterday. I was like, dude, this is not, like, it seemed like they had such a great relationship. You know, like, there, I just, I don't even, I don't believe the Kelly rumors. I don't believe that him and her, you know, old best friend Kelly hooked up or that the mm-hmm. rumors were true, but something else must have happened. It had to have been I, something else. I think if it's not Like if that, it's not just I, like a Gwyneth Paltrow, Chris Martin, like, <laughs> you know, we just fell out of love, something right. definitely went down. I agree with you, especially now that today, because yesterday it looked like this like, were separating as friends posts. But today, if she's filing for that and also custody, then it seems different. But if, let's say, we weren't to think that, then I would say, because I know from the show a little bit that, you know, she has these businesses and she's, you know, on E sometimes and she's, you know, Kristen Cavallari and he is retired. Right. And it did seem like that sort of... And I could see how that can cause issues you know if he's home all the time searching for shit to do and like laying eggs then like she's over it and I I bet you do you think she's gonna move to to like LA no but back to LA well but even even if that's what the show portrays that is nowhere near what you're saying she put on her divorce files which was like right extramarital what is it? What did it say? Marital misconduct. Yeah, that's not marital yeah. misconduct. That's just like, you know, we we went in different. Yeah, irreconcilable. I know this is. Listen, this was big news. I was kind of hating on them when they were in the Bahamas because I was so jealous, and she was like, "We're stuck here," and like I was like, "That's annoying," but. Marital misconduct includes illicit sexual relations during the marriage. Yeah. See, something had to Oh, criminal acts that lead to separation, neglect or abandonment, domestic abuse, violence. <gasps> I wonder how that shit... Wait, you're in PR. How does how does it become public record? I don't know. I do, I do PR for brands, not people. <laughs> how, like, that's so weird that it would, you know, come out a day later. But listen, that world is crazy well it's also scary it's like it makes you think like you know there's this curse against people on reality tv and like relationships don't work and 
it's scary to think that. Yeah, I guess couples that like had had like have had reality TV. I mean, Nick and Jessica, you know. Yeah, Nick and Jessica. I mean, <laughs> like a lot of the housewives. <laughs> yeah. Great. I'm just constantly setting myself up for failure. Do you watch mm-hmm. other Bravo shows? Do you watch uh, Housewives of New York? I do. I mean, I watch – I've always been a Bravo fan, so I, I try to watch, you know, a lot of them while I can, you know, if if I'm if I'm available, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, there is so much to keep up with. Like, I am a supposed Bravaholic, but, like, I'm a fraud because I legit only watch Vanderpump, you guys, Houses of New York, I like New Jersey, too, and, like, Southern Charm. And that sounds like a lot, but, like, real Bravaholics, like, they watch every franchise of Housewives and, like, Atlanta and Potomac and this and that and now the new Karma show and the new this show. So there's a lot to keep up with. Um Okay, so you guys know where to follow Lindsay, right? Tell tell the people. Okay, so it's Lens Hubs on Instagram and yeah. and Twitter. Twitter is the same name, but um, Instagram and TikTok. What about TikTok? Are you kidding me? I have not. <laughs> I've been so busy. I I've been pumping out this like newsletter every week. So you have to sign up for my newsletter, which it's at the link in my bio on my Instagram account. Atlas Hubs. What's in the newsletter? All sorts of things. Um, mm. You know, different workout routines and and recipes and you know makeup products and hair products and whatever the people are asking me. Oh, cool. Um, I just sort of give them whatever they want each week. Awesome. I'm going to sign up. Is there a VIP one? Um, in my world, we're all <laughs> VIPs. <laughs> Bottle service for everyone. Look at that PR, uh, politically correct. (laughs) Uh, Two more episodes of Summer House, you said, which is cray-cray. Yeah, but there's also a reunion. Wait, did you film it already? You filmed it already, though. Yep. Yeah. That was Okay, good. If it would be a Zoom reunion, I'd be, like, really upset. Oh, well, it is. (laughs) (laughs) so Lindsay, thank you so much yeah thanks for having me oh my god of course i'm so like annoyed we didn't do this sooner because then we could have done it in person on like right now well we'll just have a long distance relationship until we can (laughs) until we can meet in person Thank you guys for listening. Happy quarantine to everyone. Let's stick the shit out and make sure that we're doing our part and keeping ourselves, our loved one and everyone uh, healthy. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag I love you. Please rate and review the podcast. If you don't, I will know and I will be really angry with you. Thanks to the podglomerate for editing and producing my show. Love you guys. See you next Tuesday. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.